The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello, seekers, mystics, and keepers of the flame. You have tuned, and thank you, to The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish, promote, and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Hi, guys. Hi. (laughs) Well, today we continue our series on angels, and with particular emphasis on the archangels and all, and today to help us out with guardian angels, listening angels, ministering angels, queen of the angels, is Candace Van, who is a member of our community and is involved in the Summit Lighthouse. And Candace, if you don't mind introducing yourself and perhaps telling our listeners maybe a little bit about what you do. Okay. Well, I'm blessed to be a wife and a mother of two fine young men. I believe in living a spiritual lifestyle, and I support that because I'm actually a registered dietitian and nutritional consultant. But at the Summit Lighthouse, I work as a family and youth team leader. We reach our families heart to heart because we believe that God intended the parents to be the spiritual educators of their children. So we empower parents through our resources we have at the Summer Lighthouse, very powerful and relevant resources that parents can use at home to teach their children. And then as they share that with others, it radiates out into the world. So did you know the Ascended Masters teach that the family is a foundation of community? Yes. Of course, we do. Yes. We So we are expecting you to give us a link. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have resources that you can go to, tsl.org slash family. And we have lots of resources on these subjects. We have spiritual lessons you can use at home with your children, as well as fun children's stories and all types of things. And we would love to hear from you. So you can write the family and youth team at tsl.org for further information. Now, uh, the entire link is, is it slash family? Slash family. So tsl.org slash family. family. Yes. And you will get in touch with and in tune with a whole body of resources for the family and youth. That's right. Great. Well, Thanks. thank you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Is this our second time in this studio? A uh, few times. I, I think so. We've been yeah. a few times. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. See my senior moment there. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we launch into, I think our first segment today is going to be on the guardian angel. And there's some interesting facts about guardian angels that maybe you don't know or haven't heard. So we'll get to that in a moment. But I want to remind everybody that angels are here by God's grace to serve us. They are here to help us to expand and intensify and to achieve our spiritual destiny, our divine potential. I want to make sure that's clear because that's why they're there. God created the angels to minister to us, and in particular to help us to achieve our spiritual destiny. So having said that, today we're going to be talking a little bit about the guardian angel, 
And I found this fascinating. You guys can expand on this, but I think I'll just kind of throw it out there. The guardian angel as a concept was not necessarily in the beginning. A guardian angel is actually the Holy Christ self. And because of the fact that the Holy Christ self concept has been removed systematically from the orthodoxy, certainly of Western Christianity, nobody knew about it, but they felt this presence within that there was something in them spiritually, ephemerally, that they couldn't quite put their finger on, but it was something that was comforting. They knew that if they attached themselves to it in some in a very specific way, it could be a guide, a mentor, a friend. The guardian angel turns out to be the one that knows you best. And there's no surprise there because your Holy Christ self knows you best. So let's talk about that a little bit. The guardian angel as a as the Holy Christ self. Well, I think the concept, you know, Tom, of someone that's so intimate with you, that knows your every thought, your word, your deed, that's always there, is your guardian angel. And it you, it's your guardian angel. It's not you know, someone else's, it's yours, it's unique. And I think that's a very appealing concept. And then when we understand it's actually our Holy Christ self, it becomes even more powerful because it's the power of the Christ. And as you align yourself with the Christ consciousness, hence the guardian angel can do much more for you. And of course, we've talked much about the Christ self as being your key to becoming the Christ and following the footsteps of Jesus. So it's all part of the relationship of God and the angels, our Holy Christ self, working together to guide our way home. Well, and I don't want to minimize the concept of the guardian angel at all here, but I think that there's a magnitude of difference between guardian angel as a concept and the Holy Christ self as a concept. Mm -hmm. So I think that if we start to think about that guardian angel at that level, that stature, takes on a whole new dimension of authority, accountability. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And it becomes much powerful in our own lives versus an angel that's there when you need him. The Holy Christ self is always there if you will open your heart and accept his presence and allow him to work through you and help you. Now, in terms of the emphasis on family, Candace, the guardian angel is certainly a concept that we proliferate. Yes, do you have a specific ritual that you engage your children in or that we should be thinking about engaging our children in when the whole concept comes up? Yes, and I really recommend this for parents and grandparents because if you, if you ever ask your children <coughs> to go within, they usually hear that voice within and they wonder what that voice is. Well, that's mm-hmm. your Holy Christ self. So you say to them when they're about to do something or you know, what are you doing here? What choices do you have? So they know to go within because there's so much around us and we get so influenced by other people, especially as we get older, that if you teach them to listen to that little voice within, the voice gets louder because you're more cognizant of it. And so we call the Holy Christ self for children, your chief guardian angel. <laughs> I see. And, and, you know, in a sense, uh, uh, one of the great oppositions to being able to hear that still small voice within is all the noise that we yes. have in the world today. I mean, from rock music on headphones and et cetera, et cetera. You know, you can't walk through a mall anymore, but what you don't hear. Well, not only that, but the you see kids, I don't know how young, maybe you know, Candace, that with iPads and no, so forth. Yeah. Yeah. It's just unreal. I mean, yeah. before they can talk. Yes, yeah. um, showing them these days. Well, well, they come in hardwired to understand it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look yeah. at our, our generation, the hula hoop, Sputnik, you know, transistor radio. Because our, our idea of a handheld device was the number two pencil. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a different world out there. But I think, you know, going back to the chief guardian angel concept, <coughs> it's interesting that the guardian angel orchestrates the activities of the other angels, angels. you know, so that we, we have this 
It's not just a guardian angel or a chief angel. It's our supervising angel. That's right. <laughs> you know? And why it's easy to explain that to children is because a lot of times they're seeing the angels. And so it's easily that they see it. And we are probably don't see it as adults, but they're seeing. So you could say, well, where are the angels? Are you listening? And there they are because they see them because the veil is less... Um, she, I mean, it's more sheer for children than it is for us who've gone through more about karma. That's you know, right. you, you just reminded me of a bit of business that I must do here. Um, as we've talked about the angels over the course of the last month and a half, we've been referencing one of the, well, actually a number of books and other materials. But the chief outline for this whole series was the book Talk with Angels by Elizabeth Clare Prophet. And you can find that book if you go to tsl.org slash you. Now, this wasn't something we ought to think we said this last week, but this is a special link that will take you directly to the book Talk with Angels. So, it's tsl.org slash angels and you. Now, if you've got a Kindle or a Nook or another ebook reader and you would like the digital version, you can go to tsl.org slash angels ebook. That's angels ebook, no spaces. And that will take you to the digital version, which you can download. It's not free. But it's worth it. Yes. And then again, anybody wants to talk with angels on their own, they can either go to tsl.org, angels and you, or Amazon, Barnes and Noble, elsewhere. You know, go to any fine bookstore and order it if they don't have it. And uh, it's a great book. You know, I think it's important uh, that people read this book, Tom, because we may think we know how the angels work, and some of us maybe have a good idea, but it, it goes into such detail and how you can bring angels into your life. You know, we've talked about angels on different rays and, and so forth and who you, what angel you call to for a specific need and so on and so forth. So it's very valuable to know the equation for getting the maximum benefit of angels in your life. And that book will do it. Yes. Indeed. And we have uh, children's spiritual lessons that correspond with that book on our website. So tsl.org and family spiritual lessons. And you'll see the, that you can do it home with your children. You can do it in Sunday school. You can do it in a group fun lessons and activities that really emphasize that point. Yeah, and you know, one of the books that we have been using also for reference is a little pocket guide called How to Work with Angels. Yeah. And in there, there are some very sweet stories, angels. And, you know, that's one of the things we've spoken of and we can speak of again right now is how personal the relationship is between ourselves and the angels in general and our chief angel Mm -hmm. or guardian angels in, in particular. And understanding it's key that you ask the angels to help you. This is, you know, we've shared this many times, but it's a truth. Because of the law of octaves, they cannot interfere in our lives. Maybe children, they get a special dispensation, (laughs) but they have to ask. We have to ask for the angels. This is why we do our spiritual work with Archangel Michael every day. We make the calls. We give them the energy through our decrees so that they can be very active in our lives and in the world. Right, and I think that it's it's, uh, probably good to elaborate a little bit on what does asking actually mean or entail because not everybody is able to use language, mm-hmm. but yet the angels are available for the, the prayer in our hearts. So if you don't have the ability to speak, maybe in a situation where speaking is un, un, inadvisable, uh, or you're too young, the angels are there for you too, because in your heart is the, uh, is the call. Yeah, and you know, I'm reminded of when you spoke about the children seeing the angels, I remember when our daughter was quite young, I can remember her kind of pointing up yeah. and smiling and laughing. And I thought, oh, I'd love to know what she yeah, sees. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And oh. people, when sometimes before they're ready to pass, they do the same thing. Yes. They're on their deathbed and they see the angels and yeah. they point up. The angels up. are coming to them. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. I remember um, 
a good friend of mine's first baby, little girl, was literally laughing within days of birth, which is so unusual, you know, because generally speaking, they're, they're just not that, that she was, her face would light up. It was so beautiful to see. And then you know, everybody said automatically, oh, she sees the angels. Yeah. She's four days old wow. and she's just beaming, wow. just beaming. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me throw out a little something here. that We have a, a picture that we call the chart of the presence, which shows the position of the Holy Christ self between your God presence, which yeah. is way upstairs, so to speak, and where <laughs> we are, way downstairs. And so the important thing about getting to know the Holy Christ self is that that is the nexus through which everything that you do has to go before it can be deposited in your causal body as treasures in heaven. Indeed, yeah. and whether you refer to that presence as the Christ self or guardian angel, it is at that nexus. It's the yeah. figure eight flow. That's the place where the, 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 the energies of God come through to us and where it goes back to him. And the Holy Christ self will say, well, well Terry, I don't know about that. You might want to try that again. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That's right. It's a great qualifier. Yeah, it's your guidance. Yeah. 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 So what else can we say about guardian angels here? Because I, I, one of the things that we've spoken of many times and you see in print many times is when accidents are about to happen, something is just there on the verge. We have a call, which is Archangel Michael, help me, help me, help me. We can do the same with a guardian angel. Guardian angel, be here with me or whatever. Yes. And again, that call can be in your heart, inarticulate necessarily to the physical mouth, but in the, in the heart, it's there. So the guardian angel is our friend, our guide, mentor, protector, comforter. Educator, I mean, it's everything, really. And it's pretty the, amazing. The key is our responsiveness to our guardian angel, to our holy Christ self. If you block that out and don't answer when you get that voice of conscience, then it will it will pull back, it will recede. And so it's your willingness to listen and to act that will increase the presence of your holy Christ self and that angelic protection for you and your family. Indeed. Well, good. I mean, it's amazing how these segments go so fast. Yes. Um, listen, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk a bit more about the angels who listen to prayer. Don't go away. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. 
It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us. Today on The Open Door, we're talking about guardian angels, listening angels, ministering angels, Mary Queen of the Angels. And I want to say before we go any further that in the next segment, so I'm just going to hopefully keep you here. We're going to play a portion of a dictation from Listening Angel. The reason we're doing that is that there is an angel, there are bands of angels whose specific duty is to carry our prayers to the heart of God. We call them Listening Angels. I'm sure they're called other things in different cultures and religious experience, I mean, in practices and disciplines. But nonetheless, Listening Angel is the one who carries our prayers, any of the prayers that we make in our hearts, to the heart of God. So I want to talk about who this listening angel is actually and whether or not we can talk to them, how do we contact them, what's the best way to make their presence known to us. In fact, Candace, do you speak to children about the listening angel as distinct from the guardian angel? Oh, yeah. And since there's so many bands of angels, we usually try to talk about all the different <laughs> angels. <laughs> Just because, as we said, they're seeing them or feeling them. A lot of times children feel them around them to themselves because their senses are so heightened compared to adults, unfortunately. So, yeah. Well, yeah. At what age do you start to lose that attunement? Do you know? Well, the absorbent mind closes at about six or seven years old. That doesn't mean you still can't experience all of this, but it's just a little bit harder to be absorbing all of these, all of this. Yeah. That's the reason, that's the reason that that period before age yes. seven is so, so important. Critical. And, yes. and Maria Montessori talked a lot about that. Right. It's, it's very fluid. And so yes. anything you put in, I mean, you could teach a child four or five languages yes. within that period of time, and they're going to they're gonna anchor in their life stream. Exactly right. Yeah. That's why there's so much for that age where you could be doing with your children and just instead of just having them playing, you could do so many things with your children yeah. to anchor what you want for your lifetime. It's right. like your opportunity and their opportunity. You know, one of the, the um, aspects of the listening angel concept is that we are typically taught, if we are taught about them at all, that they come at times of trouble, that they bring comfort, they, they bring hopefully answers in, in some cases where there's an issue or a problem. But this is basically the angel that we can refer to as the one who is the comforter, mm-hmm. who comes at times of trouble. And angels are, again, as you know, Sid, you said at the beginning of the show, we said this before, they come when we call. Now, these angels, I suspect, are the ones that really hear the heart prayer. They're the ones that don't need the words. Is that safe to say? Yeah, I would think so. I have one little short story on that, that a boy had fallen into a swimming pool, three-year-old, 
was basically drowning. And when the rescuers came, revived him. His mom, of course, is, you know, hysterical, and her son was very calm, and so they thought he wasn't reacting at first. He said, oh, Mom, it was okay. The angel was down there with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, the purity of heart yes. allows children to experience so much more. And, of course, when babies, you know, they sleep a lot because they're still spending a lot of time in the etheric retreats and getting instruction and help and so forth. But I think the concept that there is someone to listen to us, Mm -hmm. we know there's recording angels that record everything we do, which for some of us is kind of an (laughs) eye-opener, for good or bad. And then the listening angel, they listen not only to our words, but to our heart. And they are very responsive. And when you think of Jesus being comforted in the garden, I mean, just think of that, that the, the, the angels came to him as soon as he committed to the will of God, the angels were allowed to minister to him, mm-hmm. that Jesus needed ministry from the angels. And if he needed it, I think it's <laughs> safe to say we all need it too. Yeah, and so allow the angels to minister to you. Don't be too hard on yourself. Know that they love you for who you are and not because what you've done or didn't do necessarily, but as a son or daughter of God, they are there to help comfort and direct you if you are willing to listen. You know, and the, another thing too, besides the fact that they are, they will not abrogate our free will, they're also not going to go against the laws of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we make certain prayers, we, we call for certain things, sometimes they might be a bit materialistic, a bit mundane. We might not get them, but the, ans- the, the, the prayers are answered, mm-hmm. but they're answered in God's way and God's time. I think the angels probably could bring that lesson to a lot of people. Say, well, you know, I hear what you're asking for, but you know, you Mrs. want to Mrs. Mrs. Used to say, you know, you can't speed and ask Archangel Michael to protect you from getting a ticket. Right. You know, <laughs> but I can tell you, one time I was driving home from work and I got this very strong message: slow down. I might have been going a tad bit over. I don't know. <laughs> and you know, I paid attention to it, fortunately. And then, of course, there was a police car down the road, so I guess I got a dispensation there. <laughs> Yes, is that a listening angel? <laughs> I was going to mention that uh, um, if people want to go and get an, an intense uh, uh, intensification of what listening angel is all about, you can go to the etheric retreat at night, which is in the Temple of the Sun over Manhattan. Just make that prayer before you go to bed. Beloved uh, Archangel Michael, take me to Listening Angels Retreat, you know. It's probably not as busy as Times Square. (laughs) (laughs) What happens is, like a head angel, then there'll be, you know, countless listening angels. You know, there's a hierarchy in God where they have an angel over the other angels. Mm -hmm. But there, you know, I wouldn't even speculate how many millions of listening angels there are because everybody, you know, needs a listening angel that wants to speak or talk to God. So, there's no shortage of angels to do what you need to help you. And, you know, every one of us needs a bit of comforting <laughs> yeah, once in a while, don't we? I mean, this, we is, do. this is a hard world sometimes. You know, when I was doing research for this, I came across a quote. It was, um, I have numberless bands of angels who are listening not only to the prayers, but to the many types of expressions of the people on earth. Their frustrations, their angers, their self-pity, their feelings of aloneness in a wide, wide world where there is no real depth and no longer the capacity for intimacy in spiritual matters. Are these not prayers also? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then she also said, this is Mrs. Prophet said that children pray not for toys, but for graces. Yes. That was well, just <laughs> wonderful, yes. you know. Candace, aren't there angels specifically for children? There are angels that come from the throne of Alpha and Omega that are assigned to children, to children's life streams and to their needs. And so when you think that angels are really emanations of God's presence, it's so wonderful to remind children and people of that because then you feel the love of God 
their souls that, that we that we all need. Oh boy, and yeah. how precious the children are. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's another aspect of this too, and that we've not discussed this in this particular series, but we have when we've come to dispensations. That is that we have angels assigned to us. Not only do we have that chief angel, that supervising angel, the guardian angel, but we have other angels as well. We have a guardian seraph. We've got elementals. We've got a we've 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 got a group with us who have our have our backs, if you will. Yeah, retinue. <laughs> well, it's great to remember that we're not alone. Yeah, and, and they're yeah. just waiting for you to ask them to do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, if, I mean, it might be kind of boring hanging out with me all day if I don't <laughs> give them something to do. Not my life isn't that exciting, you know. But if you give them assignments, you know, go help my sister. She has a need in this hour, you know. Yeah. And understanding, you mentioned the seraphim. You know, they have very specific properties that can help people. You need to understand that they're very powerful in, he- in healings. You know, and understand what you ask your angels to do, what the seraphim can do, and so on and so forth. So this is why this knowledge is so valuable, because it opens the door for you to integrate with these marvelous angels and creations of God that will make such a tremendous difference in your life, the life of your families, your children, and everyone around you. But you have to know how to do it. You do, and I think it's very helpful to, to build to develop the habit of acknowledging their presence. Because mm-hmm. we, we don't do it automatically, but if we do it consistently, we begin to be consciously aware of the presence of the angels, and then we can have this relationship with them that we maybe don't have right now. And, you know, they're happy to do minor things for you, too. I mean, yeah. of course you want to give them powerful things to do, but, you know, I will call for the angels. If I'm going someplace and I know it's hard to get a parking space, I'll ask them to help me get a parking I've space. I've done the same thing, and it works. <laughs> it's amazing. What about the angels of coordination? Have you ever called to those angels? Yeah, they, how do they work? They're an amazing angel. Like if you need to be at the same place at the same time as someone or you need to get something done for the next, you just call to them and then <laughs> things just fall into place. Isn't that so? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The, what can we say? I mean, the, 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 <laughs> these are beings of wonder. That's and I think right. that, you know, one of the one of the prayers that I like to do every morning is, you know, I, in the name of the Christ, I call to my guardian seraph to armor me in light. Hmm. You know, it's quick. It takes about three seconds, but I imagine this armoring and light, and then we do the tube of light, and it kind of exactly. I mean, it it, it changes the whole equation of your life. For instance, you know, there's so much pollution in the world today, so many toxins in our environment. I mean, thousands of chemicals that never existed before 1940 are in our bodies, Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things the seraphim will do. They'll burn them out of you. Mm -hmm. You know, purge and purify is what I ask my seraphim to do every day. Get rid of this. Stuff in my body that's not supposed to be there. Why? Because it blocks my ability to hold light and be mm-hmm. a conduit of light and service. Yep. You remember we spoke about Archangel Raphael. I think the healing angels were part of his retinue. Mm-hmm. You know, the green flame of healing yes. and science, medicine, etc. To do exactly that is to go in there, be the surgeons, because he said their their interactions with us can be laser sharp, not just general amorphous kind of something. There is very specific, and the more specific we are better they can help us. Exactly. And if you're having surgery or no one's having surgery, you can ask for the seraphic surgeons to overshadow the physical surgeon. And they don't mind if the physical surgeon gets all the credit. <laughs> but I would, you know, when I've had surgery, that's a call I've made because yeah. I want the seraphim to be there to make sure things go well. You know, in fact, anybody listening right now who is in that situation, whether they're facing a surgery themselves or a loved one is facing it, the name of the doctor, the name of the anesthesiologist, the name of the, the place they're doing it, even the, the name of the procedure itself, be as specific as you can. Give them all the aid and comfort. I mean, you give them every detail you know, they can be more precise. In the how they call interact. compels the answer yeah. without fail. Yeah. 
Well, that's interesting because people would have a tendency to think that, well, God knows where the surgery is going to be, you know, uh, conducted and, <laughs> and knows who the surgeon and of is. Of course he does. But there is, there is something about the law that you have to be even more specific. Well, well, why does God have listening angels? He needs yeah. someone to bring him the information. Yeah. You know, and isn't that fascinating? Yeah. The organization of heaven always amazes me. Hierarchy is a wonderful yeah. thing. Then, of course, you call in the violet flame angels. To clear anything that would oppose God's will from manifesting, they're wonderful angels. Yes. You know, and this brings up something else, because I remember somebody asked me the same question. Well, you keep naming all these different bands of angels, and I said, well, I'm not exactly making it up. I'm, maybe I don't know where they're coming from, but coordination, angels of clarity, yeah. angels of harmony, angels yeah. of obedience to the law. I mean, make it up is probably true. The angels are there to help you in any way possible, and again, you can tell them where you need the help most. They'll go there if they can, if it's lawful. That's why this angel book and the angel books are oh so my important gosh. to read. Yeah. I think we have like 21 or 22 different things on angels from this, DVDs, CDs. We've got pocket guides. We've got big trade books. We've got the masters and their retreats. We've got all kinds of things here. So if you go to tsl.org slash bookstore, just, just put in angels in the search bar. And by there are there are angelic choirs. Yes. <laughs> their mission is to sing. You can ask to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that great? We're taking a break. Let's do that while we're on the break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, we do need to take a break right now. But when we come back, we're going to play an excerpt from a dictation from Listening Angel. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. Thanks, everyone, for staying with us. On The Open Door today, we're talking about angels. And in particular, we're talking about guardian angels. And in a moment, we're going to hear an excerpt from a dictation by Listening Angel, which is very beautiful. I hope that you are able to tune in to listen to that. It's about 12 minutes long. But before we get there, I just want to mention again that angels are very, uh, have, have, they're specialists, if you will. And one of their specialties is listening to prayers, listening to the prayers, not just of children, but of anybody, particularly our inner child. But they're, they're comforters, organizers. They're educators, they're friends. They're warriors. They're warriors. Angels are amazing, and they are at our beck and call if we will simply make the call. And again, I want to remind you that angels are here to help us to achieve our spiritual destiny, to fulfill our spiritual potential. Having said that, and by the way, I also want to say that we've been graced. Nice to have some beauty in the studio occasionally, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Candice Van, our family and youth uh, team here at the Summit Lighthouse, has joined us for this discussion about angels. I want to say thank you for taking the time to do that. Oh, it's my pleasure. Anyway, without any further ado, we're going to join this excerpt in midstream. So here it is. We have gone in the footsteps of Jesus and Gautama and Lao Tzu. We have gone in the footsteps of the great ones of all time. And we have allowed ourselves to take those initiations that the children of God have also taken, that we might experience exactly what it is to be in that position in the earth. Therefore, we understand profoundly the agony of life and the ecstasy of love's reunion in God. We have experienced the depths and the heights, those of us who have descended into mortal form. We have worked with elementals and nature spirits. And as I have said, our councils are meeting one hour in the 24 concerning the problems of the world. The other 23 we serve tirelessly. And then there are rounds when we return to the great central sun for a mighty repolarization and a recharging of our beings in the light of God. And so there are rituals in the heavens as there are rituals in the earth. But because of the dire times in which you live, we take very little spaces to come apart and to enter in to the inner coil of being, into the realms of great light, where there is surcease and stillness and recreation and recreation and recreation in God. The blessed hearts, you live in a decade now in the twilight of eventide of this century. Many things must be fulfilled. Many karmas must be balanced. The doors of the retreats of the mighty archangels are open to those who are servants of the light. 
yet well guarded against those who would enter who are not of the light. Won't you pray then before you retire and perhaps after having given one of El Moria's ashram rituals to be taken to one of our retreats and to meet in council with us so that you might begin to understand the complexities whereby we must enter into the affairs of men the complexities that must be understood in order to recommend real solutions to life's problems. We come up short on a regular basis when we look for volunteers in the earth who will stand for a position that is right and still stand, that we might move in and rally around that single person and give that one support and energy and the benefit of our legions who will do battle with the forces of Antichrist and the adversary of the onward progress and march of civilization. It is important that you understand when you come to our meetings as we flash on the screen, the circular screen that we have in these retreats, records of past ages. Instantly, we may show the records of many embodiments of an individual, even one such as yourself. And we will see from the decisions made and the stand taken or not taken, whether that individual is a candidate to whether the opposition to a position that must be held if the world is to be held congruent with a mighty grid of light that is the inner blueprint for planet Earth and her evolutions. I know that all of you would find this interesting, especially to observe at the retreat of Archangel Jophiel. Therefore, I welcome you to that retreat it is indeed near the Great Wall of China. And so, beloved, with that thought form and visualization, go and study with Jophiel. Go and study as Jophiel, Archangel, with the beloved Mighty One, Christine. Does prepare many legions of light and volunteers from Earth to go forward in bands to tackle the problems of the youth that you have enumerated last evening. Yes, beloved ones, when you have heard all of the profiles of the archangels and their respected services, choose one and then ask to be taken to that retreat nightly. Choose one and know that you may move up the ranks with other angels and find yourself on the front lines doing battle against drugs or even the drug czars, doing battle against those who would control medications, control the way disease is treated and limit the options to those of the medical profession 
to the exclusion of those who come with the alternatives, alternatives that involve many ancient methods that are being brought back again from the days of Atlantis, from the healing temples, from times past when there were cures for many of the diseases that have returned to plague the earth. Yes, beloved ones, there are causes that will be lost tomorrow and the next day if you do not engage in this battle. You have two choices, either to be asleep or awake, totally asleep or fully awake. Being somewhere in the middle is dangerous, for you have the karma of knowing a certain amount, and therefore a karma of denial of the amount you know, which will tell you exactly what you must do. I say be fully awake, otherwise you will find that you were asleep, and your ears were plugged, and you did not hear the cries of the little ones, or of the people of all ages, of mothers who are losing their children, and of people who will never be cured of terminal illnesses, because, beloved ones, the proper medications, the proper cures are denied them. I ask you then to listen well to the offices of the archangels and what their assignments are, to pick one and to become an angel's helper. And by and by you will become the cohort of an angel and perhaps the servant of an archangel. It is good to start, beloved, for there are great needs and many, many empty seats in the halls of the archangels. For there are many in the earth who never make it to these planes of light and these etheric retreats because they spend their days in the astral plane and so how can they spend their nights anywhere else? It takes conscious effort, the invoking of the light of your mighty I Am Presence, the giving of the violet flame, the giving of the very decrees that are in your angel booklets. We are grateful that you have these and that the Mother of the Flame, which is the title of your messenger, has made them available to you that you might now elevate your consciousness, elevate your vibration, change your diets, and find yourselves in holy places, places of light, while your body sleeps. Now in some parts of the world, children are rubbing their eyes as the first rays of the sun come peeping through beneath their shades into their little beds. Yes, beloved ones, children all over the world are awakening to the circumstance of their life, their karma, the karma of their parents, each one in a unique situation. Pray for them as the angels of the dawn travel around the earth, greeting the children with the opportunity of a new day. Therefore, I, listening angel, answer now your prayers to me with one word, 
opportunity. My answer to all of the prayers of the light bearers of the world is to give you the opportunity to serve with the mighty archangels and in so doing to learn the lessons of love and sacrifice and service, the lessons of karma and the balancing of your karma even on a world scale so that you might, in the end, liberate yourself even as you shall have liberated thousands and tens of thousands. I bid you take the path of ministration and service and of bhakti, of devotion to God, and see how you will be a cohort of angels and perhaps discover somewhere in the pages of your book of life that once you too served as an angel and volunteered to come and teach the children. Now then, beloved ones, establish your schools and teach them well, for they shall indeed, as has been said, for all time and throughout all generations, call you blessed. I am listening angel. My electronic presence will be at your side this night. May you breathe a prayer to me and also tell me if you think that this opportunity of the opening of those mighty doors of the angels' retreats is not the answer in a collective way to all of the various matters that burden you. Loose yourselves and lose yourself in service. This is the advice of one who serves. I love to serve. I live to serve. I am forever your servant, listening angel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's very <laughs> sweet. Isn't it interesting, too? And what a twist. Instead of asking the angels for help, asking them to help them. Yes. I think it's fascinating. Well, we got to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Please stay with us. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. So we have seraphim, cherubim, choirs, thrones, dominions, principalities, angels of the dawn, listening angels, guardian angels. There's quite a few angels out there. You know, I've never related this story. It's a quick one. And that is my mother, who passed on a few years ago at at 94. One night, uh, a a cherubim came to her and (laughs) and said, I'm going to be with you and lay on her pillow. And that that cherubim came every night for the rest of her life. Oh, my goodness. And she was so comforted by that presence of this little cherubim. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, I, I think it's remarkable that we have this entire kingdom surrounding us. And this kingdom has a queen. I think it's fascinating that Mary, the mother of Jesus, is also the twin flame of Archangel Raphael. She herself is an angel, took embodiment, and now is considered the queen of the angels. I think it's just remarkable. When did, I wonder when that happened. I mean, when did she become the queen? Well, I don't know, but you know, the story about the angel that came for the, uh, was it the Annunciation, mm-hmm. who practiced Oh, yeah. <laughs> because you want to be sure. Yes, practiced in heaven. He did, he did, he did, he did. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But I mean, that's honoring the Queen of the yes. Angels. Well, you know, it's, we were told the story of how Mary came to be the mother of Jesus, that Alpha and Omega mm-hmm. called her, and Alpha and Omega being the highest manifestation of God in our, in our knowledge, called her and said, called her an Archangel Raphael, and they were before her, and Alpha told her that she was being called to become the mother of the Christ. And she didn't say anything, but she knew she would be separated from Raphael because she would have to take embodiment. And actually, she had a number of embodiments prior to being the mother of Jesus, including the mother of David. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. yes. And so you can see she was honored to be the mother of the Christ. And I think that might have something to do with her being the queen of the angels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a remarkable story. So she was the mother of one of the incarnations of Jesus. Yes, and she was embodied on Atlantis as yes. well yep. when he was the high priest. I'm not sure about that, but I know she yeah. was there. She was there in Atlantis, yeah. So she had to get a momentum in time and space. Uh, she had to kind of adjust to this. You can imagine <laughs> what an adjustment is coming to this planet oh, after right. being an archaei. Yeah. You know, it takes a little while to get used to it. Yeah. Probably why she gave it some thought before she said yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't say no to Alpha, though. You don't. No, really. <laughs> but that, you know, it brings up another point is why do the angels need helmets and shields when they go to battle? Because they are dealing with principalities of darkness, and they actually need those for their protection. And um, coming to Earth is not an easy place for them to be because of the very negative vibrations in many places here. Well, you know, we've spoken many times about the fact that this is a very difficult schoolroom. And part of our goal here, not part of our goal, our chief goal is to escape it, Uh is to graduate. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice to know that in our graduation ceremony, we're going to be surrounded by angels. But not escape in the sense of just getting away from it. Escape in the sense of leading others right. as we've been led uh, to the path of their spiritual homecoming. And I think next week, aren't we, Tom, we're going to be talking about those angels that are trying to prevent us from doing these things, the fallen mm-hmm. angels. Fallen angels. Yes, so. indeed we are. <laughs> Let's go back a moment to the angels that are here to help us because I think you know, we cannot be so prideful in any level of our consciousness. We would not say no to qualified help. You know, if an angel... <laughs> I mean, for me, I know that the angels, as you said, Candace, earlier on, they're very specific in their duties and their, their responsibilities and, and what they're known to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have this incredible um, school of angels 
we're waiting to help us out so we can kind of name where we need the most. You know, the, whether it's for a parking spot <laughs> or it's for a surgeon mm-hmm. or it's for our children yes, or it's for something we need to learn. It's something we need to get rid of in ourselves. You know, angels are there to work in any way that we can precipitate their help through and, and, being specific. Creative. For instance, when I well, got my daughter off at school, I called for the seraphim of God and the holy angels to stand guard in a perimeter around that school so that no energy or person can enter in that's not of the light. And you say that where every school on the planet where the light bearers are attendants. You see what you can do? Oh, it my. takes it takes 30 seconds to make that prayer. And yet it has impact that you'll never know. And you know the angels have come when you make the prayer. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and one of the great things, too, mm-hmm. and I think you'll probably corroborate this, mm-hmm. Candice, is that when we teach our children how to pray, we give them a priceless gift. Mm-hmm. It is the thing that perhaps will save them. And the gift that we give them is also one that we can make as precise as we need to based on who we're making the prayer to. But whether we can be specific or not is, is not as important as the fact that we make that prayer. Right. Is that correct? Yeah. So first, as a parent, what you want to do is you want to model it, just like Maria Montessori says. You show them how to say a prayer, and then as they feel more comfortable and able to speak more, because you can do this from the time they're born, then you ask them to start saying their prayers, and you can help them with that. So it becomes a lifetime momentum. You know, uh, there is learn, do, and teach. Teach. And if if we teach our children to pray, then we um, teach, ask them to teach their little siblings to pray. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty powerful, right. isn't it? Right. You have the children teaching and the children. Sometimes you see them teaching their dolls and dogs to pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? There's a great, uh, there's yeah. on, um, I don't know where I saw it, I think it was on YouTube or somewhere, where this little boy is praying. Mm-hmm. His dog is next yes, to him. That's <laughs> what I remember that one. Exactly. Oh, it's remarkable. Yeah. It looks so real and so sweet. Well, when you understand the elementals are in a lot of these animals, that's right. they can do it. My wife never has a decree session without inviting our dog, the elemental, <laughs> the dog, to join her. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it's a, it's that's sweet, and the elementals yeah. will do that. Yes. They will absolutely do that because we set the example. Yeah. Well, I, I want to go back a moment here to Mary because we, we want to cut her part short here. We've only got a few minutes left in the program. What is it about the Queen of the Angels that makes that office special? And, and I would say that it's family, that, you know, queen, king, the royal family in, in heaven, if you will, that here's this queen and that even though she is a queen, we can go to her, pray to her. She's the presence of the Divine yeah, Mother. The, exactly where I was you going. Know, Hail the Ma Ray, the Mother Ray. Yeah. And I think, you know, for those of us that didn't be, weren't raised Catholic, and Mother Mary just got, you know, occasional mention at Christmas time as the mother of Jesus. What a gift to know through our rosary and, and the prayers to her that we can have the mother of our Lord in our lives daily. <clears throat> wow, through the rosary, yeah. Well, the rosary, of course, I mean, one of the vehicles, but, you know, just again, prayer of any kind, mm-hmm. sincere prayer with a with lawful intention. And this... When people give the rosary, I mean, we've talked about in past shows how it saved Austria at the end of World War II. Hundreds of thousands of people gave the rosary, mm-hmm. and the Russians got up and left and didn't occupy them. Yeah. So the, there's power there. If we pre- prepare ourselves and invoke that power, we can make a difference in the world. And that difference can be singular. I mean, it takes one person devoted to hold the balance for millions. God is the doer. But we must play our role, yeah. and we have enlightened self-interest, not only for ourselves and our families, but for our countries and with what's going on in the world today for the salvation of the planet. Indeed. Well, one more time here, I want to mention that if you're interested in getting more information about angels, 
The book Talk with Angels is available, and you can go to tsl.org slash angelsandyou. That'll take you right to the book in our bookstore. You can also find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and elsewhere. In addition, if you want a digital copy of that book, Angels eBook, go tsl.org slash angelsebook. That'll take you to a digital electronic version. I want to thank Candace Van for joining us today. Thank you. And again, we, we know we're scratching the surface here. Mm-hmm. There's so much more to, to cover, but nonetheless, those books will cover it, but we can't. We're simply here to kind of give you the taste for the, uh, the, for the topic, if you will. And we are at... We are. Webradio <laughs> at tsl.org. Webradio at tsl.org. Don't be afraid to talk to us. Yeah, we'll answer your emails as long yeah. as they're nice. and don't forget to send your angels out today one more time before we go you mentioned the 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 spiritual lessons yes we have spiritual lessons that you can do at home with your children and they're called it's they follow our pocketbook called how to talk with angels and it's at tsl.org slash family tsl.org slash family well thank you again candace for being here thank you and uh though we like to say the upward path may sometimes be difficult The rewards are Are out out of of this this world. world. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.